Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free gift for you on how to scale your agency to multiple six and even seven figures and beyond by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself from the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Again, that's 720-792-8036. Just text the word FREEDOM and I'll send you the free gift on how to achieve freedom in your agency and life. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with JJ from Ace of Spades Agency. JJ is a former magician, maybe still practicing, we'll find out today. Over 57 million views on his videos and other content on YouTube, Since the pandemic, when he created his agency, he's signed over 100 clients in 12 countries and focuses a ton on personal brand, social media, and PR. JJ, welcome to the program. Brian, what's up, man? What's up? I'm I'm liking the background that I see here. You've got that kind of purple light. Like, I don't know if you're like dissecting photos, you're dissecting (laughs) animals, you're dissecting clients that you never want to work with again. Like, at least we're doing something here. There you go, man. Is it purple or aqua? Well, no, not aqua violet. It's violet, isn't it? It's it's like a you know to be honest, it's it's like pink. You know, it's it's our our uh, our our logo is, is uh, yeah wow. yeah okay. brand brand colors yeah. right there. Yeah, so, some, um, some agency owner is gonna write in and they're gonna be like, listen, it's actually hot pink. Let's get that right, Brent Weaver. Yeah. So before before the agency, you were uh, you were a practicing magician. Yes, sir. What uh, what does that what 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 does that look like? What's what's like the day of a magician? You know, it's like just like the day of a, a guy who runs a bakery. You get up, you shower, and then you you go to your, you go to your craft. No man, listen. I was born in Sydney, Australia. I wanted to do two things: stand on stage and tell everybody my story and who I was. And my claim to fame, my in in the game, was was magic tricks. I was the kid to learn magic tricks more than you, and that sort of springboarded my career to work for the biggest companies in the world, to meet the coolest celebrities, to travel to many different and meet the different cultures. And that also got me to understand of the space I'm in today because every day I was selling me, you know, every day I was trying to get on some kind of media to get people to see me and book me for gigs. Yeah. How many, uh, out of curiosity, roughly how many gigs did you, uh, did you perform? Well, you know, as a magician, like anything, you, you start small. You do kids' birthdays, so you'll do six on a weekend, three in the morning, Saturday, three on a Sunday. But then you're doing restaurants throughout the week, you know. But you, you want to be doing a show. You want to try to be doing a show every couple of days because you it's like a comedian. You, you, you need to be on your game, you know. And then if you're not working, like you want to get in front of a live audience. That's, I think, the biggest thing, you know. And the same thing with clients today. You know, how can you be great better at sales calls if you're doing one call every two weeks? Mm. You know, how can you be better at speaking? How can you be better at social media? How can you be better at, you know, pitching to journalists if you're doing it once every month? So, 
What was your uh, what was your best trick? What is your best trick? My sort of claim to fame in the magic world was was I love the art of the deception and manipulation, so pickpocketing. I love the idea of like you know the Will Smith you know from 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 Focus you know or Ocean's Eleven George Clooney walking down very charming <laughs> dapper in a suit swiping someone's watch you know <laughs> got that James Bond vibe you know. Yeah. That was my thing. I liked it. It was it was a good feeling, you know. Like it was, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I I was that was a route that I was going to go down. Like I was going to be known as the, you know, we had different taglines like Australia's funniest thief, you know, the internet international man of mystery, you know, like all these things as an entertainer to brand yourself, you know. But it just didn't make me come alive anymore. Like it was it was flat, you know. Mm. You mentioned earlier uh, in our in our pre-show that you know with uh, with COVID you started this agency. So what was the were you doing magic up to that point? I mean, I imagine for performers, COVID was like not the best thing. Yeah, like ma- magic turned into working on television. Television to- turned to speaking to Fortune fifty companies, or we call in Australia the billion dollar club companies. You know. And then you're speaking to these companies and it's you're always mixing in the magic, right? Magic is like a great weapon. It's a great skill set. You can talk to anyone, doesn't matter what age, you can connect with anyone. No one's gonna be like, I don't like magic, you know? <laughs> so it got into the door a lot, you know. You, yeah. you, you go and tr- you go trying to press Richard Branson at a party and think you're smooth. Go to a magic trick and steal his watch, you got his attention. You know? <laughs> he, he, he wants to talk to you. Right. Yeah. So, so, so understanding the power of attention and like how to keep people's attention and then doing that. And then the pandemic happened. I wasn't really happy. You know, I was, I thought I was happy and I thought the entrepreneur journey was like, I have to speak and suffer to do this. And in the moment, it's funny, March the 12th, you know, the day before New York City shut down, I believe it was March the 13th. It, and I was speaking on stage for a bunch of event planners in Vegas. And they said New York City should got shut down. I was like, ah, this will be this will be a phase, you know. Do you think that? Ah, this is a, it's a weak tip, you know. And then it it, it went it went cray cray, right? And then yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm not even happy doing this. Mm. I'm not even enjoying it. And the moment that I switched lanes and actually ran into the right lane and just took all the skill sets from me doing it myself, it just went boom, you know. Like in a year, boom, hundred clients, multiple countries. You know, now listen. Obviously, I've had skill sets of meeting people overseas. I knew how to sell. You know, but I didn't have a I didn't have an agency ten year history. But I knew how to get in front of people, and I knew how to understand how to sell people. So then, that's how I went like that. Mm. Hey, agency owners! I have an amazing product to share with you this week. Service Provider Pro. I'm absolutely in love with this platform. If you're currently running a productized service-based agency and you're looking for an all-in-one client management solution, this is for you. Service Provider Pro helps you sell services at scale. You can manage your clients, your payments, projects, all from one slick dashboard. Run reports, see where your projects are at, and give your team a single source of truth. And it all comes in a fully white-labeled package, so you look super pro in front of your clients. For more details and an extended free trial, head over to spp.co slash yougurus to sign up. That's spp.co forward slash yougurus. All right, let's get back to our show. So so you decided, like, you're going to make an agency. I mean, there's a lot of different businesses you can start. 
knowing how to sell, right. knowing how to sell yourself, right? I mean, what was yeah. what was the attraction to an agency? Was it that you felt like you could take what you've done with your own personal brand and apply that to other people? Yeah, yeah, Brent. I definitely felt like I've I've done enough of it on myself. I'm like, I could leverage this to other people. And I know that I can, you know, I've always been a leader of people. I know I can, I'm really good at managing people, managing multiple. I just, I can juggle a lot of things. So I was like, I think I could juggle 10 clients. I just, in my mind, I'm like, I could do this. And if I leverage the contacts that I have, you know, PR, right? It's all about relationships. I already had them. I already, when I used to work for MTV, I used to work, have the best marketing and PR agencies in Asia. Like they would talk, like I knew them because I was talented. So I could be like, yo, what's up? How do I get that contact? Yeah. So I could jump the queue. So getting in front of Forbes US was was pretty easy for me. Yeah, you need credibility and trust. They got to know you're not going to screw them. You got to know that they're reliable. But I could jump the queue. So because I had that, those wild cards of, relationships, not the wild cards, but like the aces of relationships, Forbes, verification on Instagram. I'm like, I have that. Now I just have to go find the people and mesh them. Mm. So paint me a picture of the agency as it is today. Yeah. So our speciality is personal branding, you know, P- PR, PR, personal branding. You know, people are realizing now that they people want to get to know you. They have a pain, they have a problem, they have money, they got to spend it. And the buyers are getting smarter. We have so many options. We got the phone, we got billboards, we got, you know, podcasts. Like, who do we believe? Who do we trust? Okay, now I I know I need help with my business. I want to connect with person. Who I want to connect with the guy that's doing it. You know, I don't want to be put under the the same, you know, I don't want to be put under the same style is what we've been doing in the past. I want to I want to feel appreciated and connected with. So I realized that people are buying the person, not the product. Mm. And I felt that many times in the spaces that I've played. I get booked for shows on television, speaking at events. I wasn't the best speaker, but they I connected with them. I made them laugh or I connected with the owner or I built a relationship with him. Like his son loved magic. So I'd send his son a magic trick. That, that's where the money is. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, we all, there's five people who can do a good job. They got 25,000 to spend. They got to choose someone for their, the, for the, the Virgin's keynote in, in Sydney. Someone's got to be chosen. There's five people. I'm the least experienced. I'm the youngest, but that wasn't the cell. I was like, what's the CEO's name? Googling him. Oh, he's got a son. I'm sending this. Next day, hey, you got the gig. Wonder how that. Wonder how that happened. <laughs> so just just focusing on on those relationships and stuff. So so you decided you decided to take on. You know, you could do this with ten clients and and make it go at it. I obviously can see yeah. the uh, the pivot from speaker and the events world to something else. I think there's. I think a lot of speakers. I mean, had a pretty hard time adjusting to virtual. I know initially, like there wasn't a lot of money in virtual speaking and that was difficult, (laughs) but I like that you took, you know, hey, let's do an agency. Let's actually do some services. Let's solve some real problems for businesses. So is it, uh, I mean, it's not just you in the business. What is, what does a team look like? It's a boutique team. Yeah, it's a small under five, you know, for me. I think the idea, the ego of me wanted, I wanted the, the 35 19 yeah. to 28 year old girls working for me, you know, <laughs> as a guy walking in. Yeah. And then a buddy of mine in Tampa, I live in Florida here, buddy of mine has that. And he's like, 
Jay, you don't want this. It's drama. <laughs> you know, <laughs> two o'clock on a Thursday, you want to run away. You know, yeah. like emotions, you know, there's, there's a lot of managing. I can manage people. I just don't think I could manage a team of that in one room. I, I think it's a different kind of managing. So for me, I realized at the end of the day, like, if you if you've got I just have a good team that that can take on volume. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but what you know, it's working. And and the core service is is helping people around their personal brands, a little bit of strategy and, and work to develop that and then helping them to get media placements through PR. I, I think the biggest thing deep down, really deep down, is the confidence, but no one wants to buy belief in themselves because it's not sexy. I think the advantage that we have, because I have the relationships to the media outlets that most people don't. So not I can't guarantee, right? But I know that I can get you to the front of the queue. The the heat on me is taken off a little bit. Now we can really develop the message. Like, hey, I know that Good Morning America, because they'll pick up my phone call, we'll look at, we'll check you out. But what can we do six months prior so that you are the go-to person as a crypto expert. I mean, need a crypto expert, call Jay, get Ryan. Boom. Yeah. Like, but it, it could take six months to build that messaging and relationship, you know, where most people having to knock on the, these general, you know, good morning America's doors, trying to like be fake and facetious. Like these producers know it's different now, you know? Yeah. So, What's uh, you mentioned? I mean, it's been a couple of years, hundred plus clients. That's a that's an incredible story. But what's been what's been hard about that? Uh, expectations, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I think every agency owner like expectations. Like I'm classic one hundred and one. Let's take on everybody. I have a big ego. I can sell anybody. Yeah, that that. Wonder how that did. You know, Tuesday <laughs> night by yourself in the office. You spent the money. They're blowing up your phone. I didn't sign up for this. You know, you can have an agreement signed. They send you a testimonial next month. That was the worst. You were the worst business I ever dealt with. Like, what is this? You know, like just, you know, and I think now with the strategy behind growing brand trust through content, I and this perfectly happened about two hours ago. I had a guy jump on the phone with me. He's a doctor. He's hit a wall. He wants to sort of get more known in the space. And I said, hey, how long, how long have you been watching you for? And he goes, a year before I jumped on a phone call with you, right? That phone call was super easy. It was a conversation like this. It was a sales call, but it wasn't a, a, a standard, I don't know you. It wasn't one of these calls yeah. where the other person on the line, they're blocked off. It was, listen, he's like, I've seen you. I trust you. Like, I know what you do. Just, 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 just help me. I've got the money. You know what I mean? Like, that was a year of building content and trust that I didn't know. And he finally must have reached out for whatever triggered him. Yeah. Filled out a form, booked a call. Now we're going to work together. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Fasc- fascinating to me. What's what's working for you right now in terms of, of client acquisition? Speaking, the, the number one way, and I can share this with everybody, when you speak on stage, it's the number, the highest form of authority you can have because you're doing something that still is the number one fear in the world, public speaking. So if you stand on a stage in front of the, your key avatars, people that could use your service, you have tremendous credibility, tremendous authority. 
And, you know, it's very hard if you, you know, unless you're being rude or you don't have really have a really poor offer, it's very hard for them not to work with you. So that's probably the the number one way, but that's a, it's a hard to scale that, you know. Now it's, you know, many different ways. Referral partners are big. We do referral. We do a lot of stuff with referrals, like agencies. You know, I have services that agencies need, you know. Hey, you, your client, like, we'll go to book publishers. Hey, you guys do books. What happens when they bring out a book? They need a, they need a PR. They need to promote it. Here are the services. Here's the kickback of money that you get ongoing. I'm very, I'm very generous. I give them way more than most industry does. So Can I just you give an example of that? Yeah. So I give them 20%. Everyone that works with me gets 20%. That's, that's unheard of. Ongoing. Ongoing. You know? And, and I do that for everybody. Now, agency owners listening must be like, Jay, you're crazy, right? Service cost, time cost. I said, exactly. That's why it's crazy. Because think about this. No one wants to, no one wants to sell for you or push you if you're going to give them 5 or 10% one time. Give them 20% and say you can make them 10 to 50 grand this year with a couple of referrals in. They're pushing you, you know? And that's not my... That's not my that's not my win. Like someone else gave me that for concept. And I was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no way, 20%. My costs are already 60. So like, I couldn't break that limiting belief. Then when I let my hands go and it was hard, like 50 grand, 10 grand, you can either wave for, it's hard, right? But think abundance on that. That guy that I gave a, a large chunk of cash to, He's brought back over six figures of business, so it's it's in, it's an interesting concept, you know. And I think it's interesting, like doing speaking to you with agencies, is because I came in as I said before the call. I'm not an agency owner; I'm an entertainer, so I have a different outlook on maybe the way I position the model of agencies, you know. And some people don't like sprint. Some people hate it, and some people love it. Because I'm coming in with it and change and disrupting it a little bit, changing some things. What's an example of somebody hating it? When I say things that I'll give you a perfect example, and this is gonna you'll we'll get some we'll get some hate from this. <laughs> easy. <laughs> I said I'm gonna how about this? I said there. I, I used to get hate mail for 10 years every day on YouTube. I can deal with it now. Like sure. <laughs> you know, I'm conditioned. I came into the market and I said, I'm gonna do something that the market can't do. I'm going to guarantee things or your money back. That got some heat. Jay, you can't do that. That's preposterous. No one can guarantee. I know. But I'll give you the full money back if I can't get it done. And what happened? All the people that said, finally, a PR agency that doesn't sell me on hype and hope. And if we can't get it done, we get the money back. Do we give money back sometimes? Of course. Of course, some things don't happen. But I came with so much conviction and and so much just authenticity. Because I said, I know I've been that guy. I've spent the big money on the PR agencies as an entertainer. I know the feeling. So I said, let me take away all the things that I didn't like about marketing agencies, PR agencies, social media agencies, you know? Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. 
Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at e2msolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. So so in the PR space, the idea of somebody offering like, hey, we're going to get you on like, you know, Forbes or whatever. We're going to get you on MTV. We're right. going to get you in one of these big publications. And if we don't do it, then we're going to give you your money back. I mean, I think, I think in I'm, the PR world, it's like they do a lot of expectation bar lowering. They're like, hey, we're going to hope for the best, but expect the worst. And we're going to, you know, it'll be three months before you get anything. And, you know, we'll, we don't know where we'll get you placement, but it's going to happen. But somewhere it will. And eventually it could be three months. It could be four months. It could be one month, Right. Uh, I've definitely had that conversation with uh, with PR agencies, so I know how. It yeah, goes. and no, and no one likes it, and everyone has this love and hate thing, and it's like most people are on the ugh PR, ugh, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think if you come through with some with some clear expectations, hey, this is Plan A. We're gonna hopefully get you this. I have the relationship. Whether she'll take you, it's not that's not on me. But if we do these steps, and 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 if I take you on the correct way, not like take on everybody. You know, for example, like, I know what's hot. Like, if a matchmaker works with me, I know I'm going to get her on some shows. I know. Because matchmaking, love, it's a hot subject matter. Crypto's hot, you know? Doctors that are doing something new in the marketplace, depending on the show, yeah, we can get you on, you know? But there are some people that's like, that's probably not going to work yet. Or if you're boring, it's going to be hard for me to sell you. Yeah. What's, uh, you know, personal branding is your, your North star. What are some do's or don'ts for people around personal branding? Cause I feel like there are people that, that try to do personal branding and don't do it very well. There are people that are scared to adopt a personal brand cause they don't want to put themselves out there or they don't want to attach themselves to their business. Uh, and then maybe there's some people that are all in on personal branding, but they're not getting great results from it. What are some things high level that you tell your clients uh, in terms of being able to leverage that more for their business? Stop, stop, stop acting like someone else that you think you have to be. Like you can be completely yourself now. We don't want Barbie and Ken's anymore. You know, we don't need to be someone. We don't have to be a larger than life personality. You don't have to be me. Like that's not, you know, I know who I am, right? But I'm just asking you to be you. And I think that the big thing is people talk themselves out of like, I don't have a story. You know, I didn't live on the street. I did, wasn't addicted to drugs. Okay. Well, why is that important? Well, isn't that what people have to, isn't that the story you have to tell? Like, no, you don't. So I think a lot of people, like, they don't jump into it because of they've told themselves they don't have a story to tell, or they think they have to reveal everything, you know, because they see a YouTuber do that or someone that, Oh, I don't want to be that girl. She like does all that. I don't want to. You don't have to. Like you got to remember if if you just show up. Like one of the biggest wins I get clients is do an Instagram live or Facebook live every day at the same time. You will a thousand percent get wins in thirty days. I've never had a person that's ever proved me wrong. Whether it's cash flow, clients, or confidence, the ability for you to turn on a video, start talking to a camera with no kind of like auditory response it's but it's powerful people come up on the live hey sarah thanks so much you can talk about your industry you can learn practice selling you can practice speaking you know people love it they love getting their name shouted out on instagram live you know yeah that's cool 
I, I think a lot of people get that feeling of, well, I, I got to reveal something or I got to be vulnerable is, is a common word being thrown around in the personal branding space. Like you need to, you know, expose your vulnerability or, you know, I don't know if that's like Brene Brown is like, you know, they watch like Brene Brown stuff like, oh yeah, I need to, you know, I need to be vulnerable to my audience or whatever. And I think, I think that's a common, I don't know if I'd call it a tactic, but I feel like in the personal branding space, it's something that people feel like they can leverage in order to create more connection with people. Are there, are there ways of doing that without revealing everything or being really selective on what you do reveal? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's once again like I think vulnerable can sometimes have bad connotation. People think you got to go like once again the time like you had a drinking problem or the time you you know maybe had an affair with your wife. And I don't want to say that. No, no, no. Just share it. There are two ways to do it: pain or pleasure. Pain or pleasure. Give me, give me, give me a time in your life that there was a pain. There was a time that was painful. They're like, oh, the moment that I, you know got bitten by a spider and I was out in the hospital for three days. Great. Reveal that. That's fun. You know, <laughs> people are like, Oh wow. Because remember people in, in when you show up online, people already have perceptions about you. You know, we work with a lot of CEOs and founders, guys that are either working on the business, you know, they the business is running, but they want to build it or they've sold the company and they want to share their legacy. But they've been this kind of macho alpha male. I don't flinch. You know, I'm in the power suit, you know, and I tell them like, you need to just reveal enough. Like, have you ever had a bad deal go wrong? Oh my gosh, this guy screwed me for 20 grand. Share that. That's it. Just mm. enough for people to make you go, oh, you're human. Like, I love it when people I value, even in other agencies, people who are in agencies, I know they share like clients are still dicks. I'm like, thank you. Like, I just thought it's maybe me because I'm maybe new. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we have this client that just or hasn't paid the bill yet. I'm like, oh, that's great. So it's not just me that clients just don't sometimes, um, they're not on time with bills and they're long clients too. So I'm like, okay. But that now has brought down the value of, of they're amazing or they're this person that I can't ever attach myself to. Oh, they're a human like me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I love that. Like it's, it's, it's a pain, not the pain. The it's worst not pain, like yeah. it's not like people are like, oh, I got to tell my worst, most you know. It's like people yeah, just my want skeleton, the something. skeleton story. Yeah, people want something. People just want like, and and the way you can, they, they, most people, if you if you change it from being vulnerable, just to share me a couple of pains in your life, like tell me sometimes that like sucked. I changed the language a little bit. Oh, that sucked. How? Do you anyone have a bad business partner? Oh my gosh, yes. Share that. You know, or. Get pleasure. Like, give me, give me the best, give me the best burger you've had in your life, and then mix that in with your business. I always tell people that because that's a great way to come up with 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 social media content. Have a photo of you eating a burger. <laughs> best time of my life eating the burger. Now it's relatable, right? Let's say your hands are all gooey. Like I, in Australia, we had these big Australian, but like egg, bacon, you know. So you, you, it's it's like beetroot. You, you know, you got the you got the big burger, but then say relate it to your industry. You know, and that becomes creative. Hey, uh, my favorite burger in Australia is this Australian barbecue burger. It's filled with bacon, lettuce, eggs, cheese. You know, it reminds me of my agency. Like, if all of the if all the layers are in the business, it works. But if one thing's missing, it's off. Isn't that interesting about life? That you think you know, like, see where I'm doing right now? Yeah. I'm adding volume to a story. Pain and pleasure. Had a photo of you. Yeah, pain or pleasure. 
That's it. That's it. That's that's all you need. Now people are like, oh my gosh, I love the burger. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. Like I like how you related that. Yeah. Well, dude, there's there's a reason uh, that you've had over 57 million uh, views on your content. You're doing you're doing a lot of things uh, extraordinarily well, and I think that's also a reason why you've had over 100 clients. Uh, engage with you in the last two years since you started on this journey. I mean, that's uh, an incredible story. And uh, JJ, it's been a lot of fun hanging out. Do you have time to stick around for our lightning round? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh, the person you have to always believe in is just you. You will take you to victory. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? The ability to get in front of people, ability to get people's attention. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use regularly that you think our listeners would find valuable? That's a great question. That's a, that's, that should be a lightning speed question. You know, you know what Genius Scan is good for when you're on the go for travel? Genius Scan is like you can take photos of your receipts. You'd be surprised. Like I used to do it and then you do it later. Just photo receipt, boom. You know, it's like you thank yourself for it later. Genius scan. And what book would you recommend and why? You know, the one that always comes to me is 10X with Grant Cardone. And the reason why I like that, whether you like him or not, he he has reminded me to like, why sh- if why can't you think bigger? Like, why can't you think more? Like, you know, like instead of me having an office in Miami, like why can't I have five offices? You're right. And it gives you to a, a different way to think instead of thinking in Miami, like, okay, you think about like, okay, I'm going to have to need 500 staff or whatever, whatever the case is. Awesome. We will link out to Grant Cardone's book 10X on our show notes, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. We'll also link out to Genius Scan. That's a great recommendation. So again, go to yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see JJ's Face right up there at the top. Click on him and you'll get lots of tips, tools, takeaways, nuggets from the episode, including his habits, his advice, and other awesome quotables. JJ, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Yeah, cool. Aceofspadesagency.com. Aceofspadesagency.com. Or you can check me out at Instagram at JJLive, J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E. And then send me a DM and say, hey, man, I heard you on Brent Weaver's show. Then I know what's working. (laughs) Awesome. We will include those instructions over on our show notes page. So if you're a regular listener and you're out on the road, on the run, or like me, riding around uh, town on your bike, just check out yougurus.com forward slash podcast and we'll link out to Ace of Spades agency.com and we'll link out to all of JJ's social media profiles. So if you feel like becoming a super fan of his agency, of his uh, work doing magic and just wanting to stay up on his content, check that out. Uh, Follow him, message him, let him know that you came from you gurus. So uh, we can do a virtual fist bump when, uh, when you all connect. JJ, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Thanks, Brent. Appreciate it, man. And that is it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brett Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. 
That's the word freedom to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. 